<laughs> I know y'all be look, look. I know y'all be seeing me, man. I be dropping these videos. I be dropping these comms, man. Going off. I subscribed. I subscribed to it right then and there. Based solely based on the strength of that gameplay, because I went off, man. I, I'll be wrecking people. <laughs> but welcome to the According Sources podcast. I'm your host Andre Williams. Welcome. You know, th- this is new for us, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't normally do these types of things. Multiple shows in a month, like that's not how we roll. We normally do like one show a year, and then you know, you know, we wait another year, and then we try to do another uh, another show. That's how we normally how we normally roll. Uh, but, but we doing better. We trying to be better people uh, on this podcast game. So you might as well is, is, is get it going, man. Um, Chris, say hello to the people. How you doing, people? Devin, say hello to the people. What's happening? What's Rob happening? is out here being um, a good father, good role model for his kids. Uh, so no Rob, but we we gonna try to do do right bound. He might jump in like he did last time. You never know, Rob. I'm sure you got the invite. <laughs> he might just pop up. Chris, this is your show. He might be asleep, but he might not be. He might not be. He he only thirty four. He ain't that old, you know. (laughs) Birthday just passed. He only thirty four. He not happy birthday, Rob. Like forty five or something. From the darkest side of the moon. Hater. (laughs) Wow. You are a hate her. (laughs) But Chris, this is your show. Take it. All right. Well. Another year of NBA basketball on Christmas has passed us, and this is the first year the NBA has had a deal with Nike, and there weren't any Christmas Day jerseys. And now, I didn't expect it, the backlash to be as big as it was, but it was pretty big all over Twitter. Uh, what you think about that, Devin? You know, I think people just want to be mad about some shit. I'm a big advocate for Nike. I'm a Nike. (laughs) (laughs) People just want to be mad about some shit. (laughs) You know, I'm a big Nike supporter. I'm a Nike. I am actually, as as of April, I am a Nike certified personal trainer. So I ain't going to talk bad about my brand and lose my damn job. But I will say this. This is the beauty, and I said this on Twitter in our thread. This is the beauty of multi-year contracts. Uh, In the NFL... They had the same issue. Well, not the same issue as fans being mad, but they had an issue where players were complaining that the jerseys were too heavy. Uh, <laughs> during live broadcasts, it was cats that you could see their asses on TV because the pants were too thin. So that's the beauty of having a multi-year deal. It's a trial error in the first year, even though I really don't understand how they messed this up because um, this has been a staple every year on Christmas Day, uh, along with seeing what players have, you know, brand new sneakers, Christmas edition sneakers and stuff like that. But I think <laughs> Nike is real good at noticing things on social media. I, I just don't think they'll mess this one up again next year. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. I was surprised they didn't have any um, any jerseys. Like like Devin said, it'd be like the NBA players on Christmas Day just wearing their stock shoes. <laughs> this is like some regular Currys. Uh, like LeBron just got some regular LeBrons on. Nothing special. Like, you know, it'd be like a normal day. You would have expected them to have Christmas Day jerseys. And the thing I think there was a real big slap in the face is like a couple of days later, they come out with the um, with the city, you know, the city jerseys. Yeah. He's like, well, if you could show us all of that, why couldn't you bring out some some Christmas jerseys? Like like Devin said, though, it's a it's the first year. Uh, they'll get it right. I'm sure they're not gonna not gonna keep making these mistakes. Soon, I mean, it is Nike. They are the top of the hill. That's true. They'll, <laughs> they'll look around. They'll figure out what the problems are and work them out. And especially you know, with Nike being my bad, Chris. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Um, but yeah. especially with Nike, their main thing and their the number one sport that made them huge is basketball. So basketball is going to take top priority over everything else. 
Hey, but speaking, I wanted to I would cut you off for a second. Remember that thing we were talking about last week about the NBA overtaking the NFL in popularity? Did y'all see that post? Uh, I think it was somebody from the undefeated that may have written it oh. about how the NBA had overtaken NFL and like coolness and likability amongst fans. Yep. Like is like that's what we were trying to tell Rob. Like it's Shout not that far fetched. <laughs> That people are going to like that. First of all, I think basketball is a infinitely more enjoyable sport at this point. Like I understand the the idea of parody in NFL, but it's really it's really that it's just an idea. There is no parody in the NFL. That's what I, that's what I was trying to tell uh, Baylor. Like, dude, every year we know that you know we, we know that the, the Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl. If you know one team is going to be in the Super Bowl, damn near every year, how is that parody? Like it's 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 not like and although we know that the Warriors are probably going to be in the in the finals, you know, um, that's a fairly new development. You know what I'm saying? Like that hasn't always been the case. The Patriots have been dominating football for the last fucking twenty years. Like, come on now. So it, it's it's kind of different. It's not necessarily the same thing. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there because we were talking about. Uh, no, Nike, NFL, NBA. Yeah, the NBA is going to overtake the NFL as the most liked sport in America. Going to happen, uh, I think, a lot sooner than people think. <laughs> I did, too. Uh, to stick with the NBA Christmas Day thing we got going on right now, uh, the Warriors and Cavs saga continued, most likely, I mean, more likely between LeBron and KD. So, if I was not mistaken, LeBron finished with 20 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Um, Kevin Durant finished 25 points, 7 rebounds, and 3 assists. But the main focus throughout the whole game really was LeBron versus KD and KD's defense. And now on Twitter, I tweeted a couple of things about LeBron and KD and KD not being in the same arena and on the same level, but not being better than. And a lot, I call a lot of flack for it. What do you guys think about that? And the KD versus point, LeBron thing. At this point in their careers, Kevin Durant is a better basketball player. He's better. He's just better. Um, LeBron is a better all-around basketball player, yes. Uh, I don't think anybody can dispute that. But Kevin Durant is a better – he's better. Um, and I would say primarily because of his defensive uh, – his ability to play defense. His ability to play defense is unreal. He is leading the league from the small four position in blocks – God damn it. Blocks. Like, when is the last time a small forward led block shots? Well, Dre, when you're seven feet and they lie about your height. Yeah, but that's not – but regardless of that, you know, there's a lot of seven-foot guys that don't lead the league in blocks, especially when they are a perimeter player. Like, there's a lot of guys that are seven feet tall and they are centers that don't lead the league in blocks. Robin Lopez, I'm looking at you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this is like, like – I understand you're saying, you know, you're talking about him being seven feet tall. That is definitely true. He's six, he's seven, maybe seven feet, six, 11, something along those lines. I understand that you're, you are completely correct about that, but it's still a very, very amazing thing to see a person play basketball from the perimeter position and lead the league in goddamn blocks. Like he's probably going to win the defensive player of the year this year. No, and he's going to, no, 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 he isn't. Who is? Draymond Dog City Green. Draymond Green. Draymond Green said himself, if, if I was voting for a defensive player of the year, I'm giving it to Kevin Durant. You know that nigga crazy. He ain't got a goddamn ounce of sense. He's been kind of quiet this season on the defensive yeah, end. Not not the, the, exactly. That's why he's been he, – because you don't hear about him because he's doing his damn job. That's it. It's <laughs> like a nah, That is – 
like that is the wrong way of thinking about this, but I'll let you you have it. Um, I think the impact of Kevin Durant on the defensive end is being felt more than the impact of Draymond Green. That's not to say that Draymond is not a great defensive player. It's just that what Kevin Durant is doing on the defensive end is anchoring Mm -hmm. their defense in the same way that Draymond did last year. Like he is the last line of defense for that team. And that is crazy because he's a fucking small forward. He's protecting the rim like an elite shot blocker. He's scoring points at an elite level. Um, he's rebounding the ball, assisting the ball. I think um, in the six games that Curry has been gone, Kevin Durant was averaging like 32 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists, two blocks. Like, man, those are – They should trade Curry. Those are ridiculous numbers, huh? They should trade Curry. That is that is a ridiculous take. <laughs> um, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> they can do without him. Kevin Durant's the best player. They know? cannot do without him because there's a difference between being the best player and being the most like the way that they play basketball. The gravity that Curry commands oh. is is huge. He is a planet. <laughs> he has, <laughs> he's a planet. Like he, by the time he ends his career, he's definitely going to be in the top ten of my basketball players he's he's and he is his own planet his gravitational pull is unparalleled nobody in i think maybe in the history of the nba has had a gravitational pull on a basketball court like steph curry does i you know if, if you think somebody else has i i want you to tell me who not even I mean, jordan you, i mean you got a good point you got two mvps two championships it's two championships now, right? It's two. No finals MVP. Two. Just make sure. Two uh, championships, three finals appearances. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot in that short span of time. And I know people are going to say, oh, it's because of the system, because of the players. Like Dre says, you can, only play with, <laughs> you can only play with who you got on your team. You can only play with who you're going against. That's not his fault that he's winning all these games and winning all these awards. I agree. Not his fault. But wait, that's not even what we're talking about. We're talking about LeBron and, and KD. LeBron versus KD. Uh, um, yeah, I think I think KD is better at this point, and it's mostly because of the defensive end. Uh, LeBron is in his fifteenth year. He doesn't play. He doesn't play good defense anymore because he can't. He can't move his hips um, the what? same way that he used to. He can't move like he can't switch directions. Mm-hmm. His lateral movement, like he, like he can't open his hips up to to move as as quickly and as fluidly as he used to on the defensive end. Like there was a point in his career where LeBron could guard, you know, you know, small forwards, power some power forwards and point guards. He could guard point guards. LeBron shout James out, could shout out the power. Saw and LeBron shut him down, <laughs> but he can't. He can't guard fast point guards anymore, and that is the difference. Like he can't do it. Shifty point guards or shifty small forwards give him a problem. That's why he can't. He can't guard KD. KD uh, can no. He cannot guard him. He cannot. Uh, it depends on in what phase of the game we're in. In front of the perimeter, no. Front, on, we saw it in the finals. Kevin Durant was destroying LeBron James the entire finals. Well, that's why they got defensive stopper Jay Crowder on the team now. You know? Oh, the same Jay Crowder <laughs> that got lit up by uh, by Vince Carter just last night. Eighty-five year old dinosaur, <laughs> just lighting him up. Yeah, I don't, what do you have? Twenty-five points. Twenty-five points. Uh, like a really good shooting percentage. Has some like seven rebounds. Uh, Eight rebounds or something like four, that. Three or four threes. Yeah, three or four threes. Lighting Jay Crowder ass up. 
defensive stopper. Oh my god. Yeah, I think that's the biggest uh, the biggest um, thing between them at this point is defensive that defensive end. That's it. Uh, you get that defensive end. You know when LeBron James was able to play defense like the first couple years in um, Minnesota, not Minnesota, uh, Miami. Then yeah, that LeBron James was better, but this LeBron James is not. Ain't nothing wrong with saying that he's not better than Kevin Durant. There are Devin. worse things. You know, LeBron is at this stage in his career where he's doing he's doing the best, what he knows best, which is slowing everything down, playing at his own pace. He is, his, his offensive explosion, like when he has the ball, is still amazing. It's still better than a lot of young guys. But one of the, best, one of the things that made LeBron great when he was younger, you know, years one through, you know, eight or nine, it was his help side defense. He was an exceptional help side defender. And it was a lot of guys who, who they were, you know, they would hesitate to drive into the basket because they knew he would probably beat that shit up once you went up there. Um, that's not the same LeBron. Uh, I can't say that I can't say that Durant is better than LeBron at this point because in his 15-year, LeBron is probably the closest person that's playing as effective as offensively. But Kevin Durant kept <clears throat> – Kevin Durant could carry his team, and he doesn't have to do it with maximum effort like LeBron does. He can put up points in like nobody's business, and then he'll go back on the defensive end and stop whoever he's guarding. So, uh, I don't know. You, I don't know. You, I know LeBron is more important to his team. I know LeBron is more important to his team. You do know. You just don't want to say it. You know. No, no, because I don't believe that he's better than LeBron. I just don't. No, you do. You literally just said it. <laughs> you know. You just because said I believe, it. I believe that because I believe that whose team needs who more. I mean, that's not Kevin Durant's fault that LeBron James put together no, a bad that. team. We're just talking but, about who is who is better at this point in their careers. It's not not who's more important to their team. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about who's better because who's more important to their team is like that's subjective to the team that they are playing on, right? It has nothing to do with the player. It's the, the team. We're talking about who's better. Who do you think is better? And you said that one player was as good offensively and better defensively. How is he not better? You can say he's better at that point, right? You just don't want to say it. I mean, I understand. You're a LeBron fan. <laughs> Most LeBron fans don't want to say that. I mean, but no, I they, like. I, I think Durant is an awesome player. Yeah, does, a lot of does people Durant think he's have an awesome player. They don't like LeBron. Him. No, no, LeBron. That's is what probably, makes him. That's what makes him so much better. He has that slight edge over him. Yeah, now, he now, has now, the. This, this is where Baylor comes in and says joke who makes a better basketball play kevin durant gonna take it he's gonna take the kevin shot kevin durant gonna take that shot he's gonna take that shot and the odds are that kevin durant is going to hit that shot and just back to your earlier point that's not lebron's fault that another player will do that that's not lebron's game lebron's fault that he couldn't stop that guy from shooting that shot in his face yeah like, that, that <laughs> shot man that's living the lebron's nightmares forever because like we were at i was at a bar when we i was watching that game and uh like, everybody was like, the fuck is LeBron doing? Like, everybody. It wasn't just like a me. You know, I'm saying it. I like, said it. Everybody at the bar was like, what the fuck is LeBron doing? Like, everybody knows Kevin Durant is going to pull up for that for that three. Everybody in the in the bar knew that Kevin Durant was going to pull up for that three. The only person in the, in the world that didn't think he was going to pull up for that three was LeBron James. It was weird. The smartest um, basketball player in the league didn't know that a guy that takes pull-up threes in transition was going to pull up and shoot a three in transition. Wow. <laughs> You know, I think that shot, KD is, like, made that shot his own, you know? 
not even just off transition, just out of nowhere, just because he's so long. Like, what's his wingspan? Like seven, what seven three? Oh, it's got, it's got to be like seven five. Yeah, it's got to be seven, six. He's because he's so tall. And three pointers for him are like free throws, so he, he can literally throw it up from anywhere. But the thing that shocks me is like I don't think he's ever shot above four, like um, four hundred from the three point line in his career. But that's you know that's still that's pretty goddamn good, and I I believe he's had a fifty forty ninety season um, before, and he's been on the cusp of he's had two of those. Okay, two. He's been on the yeah. cusp of a couple other ones. Uh, that's pretty. I mean, you shoot forty percent from the three, you're an elite three point shooter, and he's an elite three point shooter who's seven feet tall and plays um, unreal defense at the rim. At this point, I say yeah, he's the best basketball player in the NBA. For my money, uh, he's better than James Harden. Yeah, James. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Is that <Not> really? <laughs> this man can't beat the Celtics, and the Celtics can't score unless they got Kyrie or Jason Tatum. That niggas gave up a lead to the Celtics. They Celtics Celtics won by one. Wow. Ninety nine. Wow. The, when I checked, they were up by. They were up by like points. eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> so is I James Harden not clutch? Now, James Harden is clutch. I'm not going to take anything away from James Harden. Yeah, um, that team. Uh, I don't know. I guess they needed. Uh, they needed CP3's world class IQ to to push them through that game. They needed him oh, to shit. tough them through the game because you know he's a tough leader and all that other bullshit. <laughs> That's a perfect segue, Dre. Do the Rockets need CP3 right now? Do they need him? Because without him, that Corey lacks IQ. It really does. I mean, he took what four threes, really like really bad threes, trying to get the lead back. What wasn't looking good for him. Yeah, I'll let you take that, Devin. Do they need him? Mm, I mean, you can eat a peanut butter sandwich. You don't necessarily need jelly. I mean, it's it's uh-huh. you know it's still gonna be some half-ass sandwich in the first place. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a hell of an analogy, there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? Come on, like. When we say basketball IQ, do we really mean a person who, you know, can space the floor, sees a play develop before it happens? Or do we see somebody who says, you know, I, I can take this shot. This guy that's guarding me, he can't, he can't guard me. I'm going to go up to the basket. I, I just feel like we should value the players who <clears throat> value the players who are more effective and efficient. I, when, you, when somebody says efficient, I don't necessarily see Chris Paul. I see James Harden. Chris Paul is pretty damn efficient, too. I, yeah, I, let's like, not knock him. I'm not, and not, it's not like a knock. I'm saying in comparison. James Harden to me, and I've been hating on dude for a long time. I thought that nigga was whack. Not trash, but whack. It was a play earlier tonight where he got the ball on an inbound. Jason Tatum just got just a little bit close, a little close to him, and he snapped his neck back trying to sell a foul. Like, come on, dog. Yeah, I, I've on, always man. said that I think the main problem people have with James Harden is the way that he plays the game. It's not. It's just so weak. That shit is so weak, man. Like, all his points come from the free throw line, but I started watching it maybe the end of last year. I was, all right, let me watch this shit without hate. And some of these step back threes, I was just like, that is amazing. I yeah, mean, that is amazing. A, a, you cannot guard his step back three. He is you can try to guard unguardable him. on the perimeter. So I, I feel like I place more value with Chris with with James Harden in D'Antoni's system than I do Chris Paul. You know, given that Chris Paul is an effective passer, an effective, really effective uh, free throw shooter. And I mean, I've seen these Hughes and Fuse of games, of Rockets games, where he's actually a solid, you know, three-point shooter when he's open. But I, I, I honestly have to see these guys in the playoffs. 
before for me to even say anything like that. So I can answer that question next year or after they get ousted in the first round. (laughs) (laughs) I I do think they need them, but not for the reasons that most people would think. I think they need them because what what typically happens with um, James Harden is he just gets tired. Like, he gets really, really tired from doing yeah, all of the shit that he's doing. Well, I'm not saying all that. <laughs> because, you know, because he's doing what he's doing now. And it's not because he – I mean, I'm sure he wants to do these things, but he has to do these things for this team to win. Yeah, it's kind of like um, when Kobe was, you know, those first couple years without Shaq. Like, now the difference was that Kobe wanted to do that. Like, Kobe wanted it. He wanted to take those shots. He wanted to be that guy every night. Like, I don't know if James Harden wants to have to do that because guys in the NBA now don't want to have to do that. Like, it's cool when you can do it, but do you want to – do you have to do it? Like, when you have to do it, it's a completely different thing. He had to do those things last year. He had to take all those shots. He had to play all those minutes. And then it gets to the playoff time where it slows down, and now you're tired. Guys are grinding it out. He's tired. He's take, you know he's played 300 million minutes. He was the only guy who can handle the ball, create anybody else a shot, create a shot for himself. The team wasn't built like that. So, yeah, I think they then do. you lose to a Kawhi Spurs team. <laughs> yeah, and then you lose to a Kawhi. Yeah. I, I think they do need Chris Paul, but I think they need Chris Paul in the same way that I think they need it. They need anybody, anybody else that can create their own shot, anybody else that can create for other people. It just so happens that they have an elite guy in Chris Paul that's able to do it and he can shoot and he has a really smart, you know, he's a smart uh, basketball player, high IQ, but they, they like they need anybody that can do these things. It doesn't necessarily have to just be Chris Paul since that's who they got. Yes, they need him. It is an imperative that they have him. I, uh, I mean, to me, I think the entire I think getting CP three was more important than getting Carmelo because Carmelo is a great player. Don't get me wrong, but they needed another facilitator. They didn't need another guy that could just score the ball. And I think CP three was that guy, and I'm glad they got him. And I, he's injured. I get that, but at the same time, that's true. But these silly fouls and these horrible shots that James Harden takes in the fourth quarter, that's not CP3's fault. Some of these losses that the Rockets have are because of James Harden's poor shot uh, poor shot ability in the fourth quarter. That's not CP3's fault, and that's not that's not um D'Antoni's fault. No, it isn't. I think, you know, that's a, a product of um not trusting anybody else on your team. When you don't trust anybody else on your team, you tend to take a bunch of dumbass bad shots because the only person that you trust is yourself. And that's why I think they need uh, Chris Paul. I don't think you need Chris Paul to teach James Harden how to be smarter on the basketball court. Like stuff like that to me, I think is overblown and stupid. The dude plays basketball. He know what a good sh- what's a good shot and what's a bad shot in a crunch time. Mm-hmm. But what he doesn't know is if he can depend on any of those other guys to take them. So he would think that any shot that I take at this moment in time, like this is the Kobe, the Kobe mentality. Any shot that I take right now is better than the shot that these guys would take, even if they're open. Like Kobe used to think that all the time, especially that Smush Parker, Chris Mim, you know, Kwame Brown team. Like, yeah, he would think to himself, yeah, I'll just take this shot because this shot is better than anything they're going to take, regardless of how bad the shot is. And I'm sure that's the same thing that's going um, going through through Chris through um, through James Harden's mind too. But you notice when Chris Paul is on the floor, he takes less bad shots because he has somebody else he can depend on, or somebody to hold his hand. 
I don't think that's what it is. I, not so much, I don't think it's so much hold his hand, but I think he can it, – it's almost like a safety blanket in a sense because he knows he has somebody behind him that might be able to see the play better than he can and make the better basketball decision, whether it's a pass or it's a shot. And that nigga can sell a foul himself, uh, Chris Paul. If there's anybody that can be compared to LeBron being a goddamn crybaby, I like to point him out, and that nigga takes the cape. I mean, Chris the Paul trifecta is Chris Paul, LeBron, and Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne like, Wade. And, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, they they had the trifecta. Cry. Yeah. They all cry. They all some crybabies. But LeBron <laughs> says he knows how he's officiated. So I wonder if he knows how he's officiated when he's running people to fuck over and not getting called off or some fouls. Does he realize he's shouldn't be standing there? Shouldn't be a foul. Yeah, well, shouldn't be standing there. Well, then he shouldn't be speaking of LeBron and all these fouls that he's supposedly supposed to get called. Just like that nigga Dwight Howard, they call a foul on his big ass all the time. They shouldn't have been standing there. That's right. LeBron is top three in shot attempts, but he's not top ten in foul shots attempted. You can't tell me that's not a problem, Dre. Man, that nigga can get in line behind D Rose. I guess I was like, we we've seen this. D Rose ain't six eight two fifty. Exactly, which means he should have been getting more calls for, but he didn't. But and but but when Dwayne when uh, excuse me when Derek came in, he was he was he wasn't the prototypical point guard. He was big. Yeah, he was. He, he was a big, he was the big LeBron point James guard. He was fast. Guards. Exactly. So he definitely should have been getting them calls. But you know, we all know why he didn't. Because <laughs> he, he black. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dre, because he's black. All you referees is fucking racist. <laughs> no, I mean, like, like I, understand, I understand LeBron wanting more foul calls. Like, it's understandable. But at the same time, I feel like he gets away with a lot, like an extreme amount to the point where it's like, eh, I don't hear you complaining about not getting foul calls. Man. Shut up. Like, I watched LeBron James lower his shoulder and run people over no less than three or four times a game. Hey, his entire know, career. Nigga shouldn't, I'm telling you. Okay, and that's fine. They shouldn't have been there. Well, then you shouldn't be 6'8", 275, and then maybe you'll get more foul calls. For so what are you supposed to do? Huh? What are they supposed he's to do when he's running over? Well, what are they supposed to do when he's running them over? It's just like Shaq. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Same thing with Shaq. I've seen Shaq run people clean the fuck over. Entire career. Come on, Dre. Come on, Dre. Man, are you trying to tell me that Shaquille O'Neal was not an offensive fouling machine? No, I'm not oh, saying that. Okay. I'm I am glad saying, you were not. I am saying the way it looked because he's so big, you know. No, it, it was a foul. It like he's lowering his shoulder. No. It's no. just that them motherfuckers smaller than him, so it would look like that. No, he's literally lowering his shoulder like he's fucking yeah. LaDainian Thomas. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Are we watching the same games here? I, I've literally seen LeBron James do this multiple times. He lowers his shoulder. He runs into Earl people. Campbell of basketball. He's, he just runs into people and knocks them over. And, hey, if the referee doesn't call it a foul, whatever. It's not a foul. But he definitely does it a lot or did it a lot. I don't think he does it as much anymore because he's older. He doesn't want to run people over anymore like he did when he was um, younger and, and you know, yeah. body can recover. But when Man, he was younger, like a bulldozer. Yeah, he wouldn't he run people the fuck over. And then he'd do the thing, you know, LeBron does where he flexes his muscles. Like, yeah, well, you, you got 40 pounds on this dude. You should have ran him over. Big shit. Nigga should get in the gym. Yeah. I, I don't think getting in the gym is going to account for the dude being, <laughs> being LeBron James. Oh God, he didn't do that. If I tell you what. Heavy, you know what he's listening at. As much as I love LeBron, that nigga never tried that shit with Deshaun Stevenson. 
<laughs> Deshaun Stevenson was never going. Never. Yeah, nigga, you try to bring that big shit through here if you want to. We're going to fight right here, right now. I don't think he's worried about no damn Deshaun Stevenson. Deshaun Stevenson was a beast. Deshaun who? Dallas. Don't be exactly. Disrespectful. Don't be disrespectful. Deshaun Stevenson got a ring before LeBron did. He Ooh, definitely shit, I sound did. like Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He definitely got a ring before LeBron did. I don't, know if, I don't know if anybody remember it for, you know, Deshaun Stevenson being on the team that got the, like. I think it was balling on that Dallas team. Balling. Threes. He played some defense. Uh, you know, I give yeah. him He finally got his uh, revenge on LeBron for beating him in Washington. That was his main thing. He wanted to get he wanted to get revenge on, on for them Washington teams. They were talking a whole bunch of shit. They end up losing. I think that's Horribly. the closest I've ever seen LeBron get to stealing off a motherfucker. It was when that when they when the Cavs had that series against Washington and he lifted up his arm at Deshaun Stevens. He's like, "No, dog, don't do it, don't do it." He had to pre pull himself back. He was like, yeah. "You know what? I got too many endorsements." Oh shit! Couldn't be reckless like Lance Stevenson and Deshaun Stevenson. Nah, you do whatever you want to do. Well, you do whatever you want to do with your last name, Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> What's that nigga last name, Stevenson? Oh shit! Punch him. <laughs> shit, motherfucker, right. Stevenson running up on you. You'd be like, I'm not even leave that nigga alone. But yes, Chris, LeBron James should probably get more fouls, but he doesn't because he's a big dude who fouls he i say he gives as good as he gets so um uh, you know the he deserves more fouls thing you know that's you know and that's a, that's not fair and i can't i, 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 I can't really i can't really disagree with that because LeBron, wait, 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 wait. lebron has been known his entire career to dish out punishment and now later sure, on in his career huh? yeah but that's two different players though Russell they attacks the rim with a reckless abandon. I wouldn't call him unstable. every single time. And he doesn't get a, he doesn't get foul calls every single time. He he's always dunking on people. And he definitely doesn't get called for offensive fouls, which he should. Not necessarily every single time, but definitely some of the time. But, but he, he looks, doesn't. It looks more violent because he's big. You could if Tony Parker lowered his shoulder, we ain't talking about shit because it don't we matter. We not. We not, and because we're not talking about the fact that he lowered his shoulder, we're not going to talk about the fact that people fouled him. Because if you could lower your shoulder, you could take this foul, nigga. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, but, but tell the truth, though. If we outside in Chicago and some dude keeps running everybody over, you think somebody going to honor his foul? Like, oh, okay, yeah, he, yeah, he got fouled, yo. No, if you big and bad enough to lower your shoulder and run into people every time down the court, flying to people, knock people over when people start getting physical with you, ain't nobody on the court trying to listen to you talk about no goddamn fouls. You better and this shut is your exactly ass why, up. exactly why there's size prejudice on the court all over the nation. Y'all niggas ain't shit. But look, you think I'm like, hey, six feet? I was like, I'm six feet and I'm a big dude. I understand <laughs> that when I get into it and I start getting physical with people, or at least when I used to play basketball, if they got physical back with me, I couldn't be like, oh, no, y'all fouling me. Well, I've been throwing motherfuckers around like a rag doll all day. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if they decide to this, that it's time for them to start getting a little bit more physical with me, then that's just how it goes. Like, you, I'm not about to bitch about it. I'm going to get more physical. If LeBron Are you calling LeBron physical, a bitch? No, but, this, but he's bitching. <laughs> like, that's what he's doing. He's bitching <laughs> oh, right now. You know, LeBron got some, some bitching tendencies. He definitely does. Yeah. He, he that's why Draymond does. called him a bitch. Man, a lot of people have called him a bitch. Like, okay, how many people do you think on the court called Jordan a bitch, like to his face. I don't right. think so. Well, I think a lot right. of people caught him. 
I don't even think Reggie him. called him no bitch. I definitely believe Reggie called him a bitch. I, I, uh, it, it, like, it was, side, uh, I think it, Reggie really hate that nigga. It was in the vernacular of like uh, two men on film. Like, bitch, like that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it was like that. <laughs> like, you know, it hey, wasn't man. like, yeah, it was, maybe it was like that. But like, you probably, I doubt very seriously that Reggie Miller was like, you know, you bitch ass nigga. Like, I doubt that. But it's like a lot of people were like, you got a, a lot of people. It's like, you a bitch ass nigga straight to his face. Nobody worried about LeBron. So yeah, yeah he's scared of him either. He has some bitching tendencies. And I think that this complaining about foul calls is just another, you know, another part of he just bitching. Like, you a big dude. You run people over. You manhandle people a lot. You know, get over it. People are going to foul you back. You'll be all right. All right. Segue into the Bulls. Uh, we were 3-20 and 20 before Nico uh, got injured. And since he's been back, you know, we're 8-2. and two. We're 12-22, and 22, I want to say. 13th in the East or 12, 11, somewhere in there. It doesn't matter. Seventh playoffs. overall. I mean, seventh worst in the league. That is unacceptable. Un-fucking-acceptable. <laughs> you're, okay? not, you're not having it. You're not having this I shit. I am not having none of that shit. Trade Nico right now. I am, and you know, I'll tell you what. The number one reason why I want to trade Nico is because I hate these great White Hope Bulls fans seeing Nico is trying to be their best player. He ain't Porzingis. He is not the unicorn. The nigga is trash, and he's going to show that he's trash when he get to his new team and he get traded. I'm sick of his shit. Nico is, Nico is, what, what Baylor say? What, what Baylor say? Sugar shit. That's what he really is. Okay. I, I um, hope he gets traded to a Western Conference team too so they can bust his ass. I can't stand, dude. He is whack. His whole, his whole, his whole style is whack. That stupid ass armband, whack. His beard, whack. Now, okay. Now you, whack. now you're going too far because his beard ain't whack. It's really he not. Got one of the, he got one of the better beards in the league, yo. You got, okay. He like a terrorist. He, he does. He does. <laughs> But that beard is on point, bro. That's like he got one of the better beards in the league. You can't be hating on a beard, you know. But I'm with you. I think okay, but, but I mean, we 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 know the Bulls couldn't lose every game, right? Like we're all we we know that that was no, not a possibility. No, I, I, yeah, of course, yeah, it wouldn't be good okay. for the young boys, anyways. Yeah, you don't want them to lose, you know, like seventy games in the season, <laughs> and then it's like okay, now we're going, we're going to get some more talent, and then next year we're going to be great. Like I don't, it don't work like that. It took look at Philadelphia. Like they built up, a, yeah. They, you know, they went through years and years of losing. The, uh, some of those guys, I mean, the, the guys that were there when they were doing all that losing, they weren't. They're not even around anymore. Like you've built up a culture of losing. You have losers on your team, so you don't want that. You want them to win some of these close games and then get blown out another one. So that's pretty much what the Bulls are doing. They're winning some of the close games, and then when they play good teams, then you know they get blown out. That's what you want. You want something different. You want them to lose every game, don't you? I. I want top five worst. Top five. That's as high as I go. Top five. You'll probably get that. I hope I get that. And the only way we're going to get that is if guard packs put more value into this short sample of Nico. See, people on Twitter, and it's a certain demographic of Bulls fans. Y'all know who they are. They love to think that Nico is, oh, he didn't have, he didn't have the right developing coach, which is true. Thibs is not a developmental type coach. I could give you that. I'll let you have that. But I saw enough of Nico on the court with substantial amount of minutes to know, oh, buddy ain't shit compared to what his, to what Francis Hill was saying about him. I don't want to hear this shit. Now, what what they said about Laurie Markkinen, he is that and some. Yeah. I, I, I believe that Laurie Markkinen is going to, he's going to, his ceiling is higher 
than Porzingis. Because once the league figures him out on a on a competitive, once the league figures Porzingis out on a competitive team, that's it. It's a wrap for Buddy. Laurie, I he could do I he could do more than Porzingis. He can't drive to the basket and bang on niggas like Porzingis can. At least uh, yet. I mean, he's showing that he's showing that potential to be able to do that because he banged on he once he drove to the hole a couple times with Porzingis and Porzingis hey. can't do anything with him. Nigga, I'm going to be real with you. And, I, I, you know, LeBron, if you listen, I'm not doing this on purpose tonight. I'm just, you know, calling her like I see it. But Laurie almost banged on LeBron. Yeah. And then the play got got stopped. It got called uh, dead ball. He was about to bang on his ass. And you know LeBron ain't exactly one to try to jump up and block somebody's shot. He don't be doing that shit no more. But he almost banged <laughs> on his ass. But, you know, LeBron, I just want to let you know these niggas is not, you know, filtering my mind with negativity. He's still the man. Anyways, Laurie is going to be better than Porzingis. With that said, that means you can get Nico's trash body ass on out of here. <laughs> Listen, I don't understand this. And people try to honestly fight you on it. Why are you going to compare this, this short streak of good games where the whole team is playing well and you base it all, the success of the team, oh, it's all Nico Miritich. He had Jimmy Butler and D. Rose on the team. Nigga wasn't shit. And I don't want to hear he was young back then. If you got talent with you, you should play better. You should play up. You, Come you're, on, dog. You're killing me. But what about March Nico? March Nico was a problem. You know, For you who? For the league. Yeah, Nobody on, can stop Nico in March. His three point shot in March is unstoppable, fam. You gotta at least, at least admit that. Because nobody, because people were sagging off of him. Of course, his three point shot gonna be hot if ain't nobody respecting that shit. Well, that Trash might be true. City. Trash city. The nigga is that, garbage. <laughs> so that's the opposite of Dog City. Trash, Trash city. city. Mark it up right now. Mark it up right now. Founding father of Trash City. And I want <laughs> and I want a fuck, the main sanitary worker to be there to be motherfucking Nico Miritich. That nigga is garbage. Sugar shit. <laughs> He's a founding father. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> but it, I mean, but no, I think you're discounting how good. March Nico is. It's like he's he's an unstoppable force in March. You know what? I'll give you this. You know why March Nico, if you gonna keep running with that title, <laughs> he was good. He was good because of one person. Who? And and this is the person that they should put the most value in at this point. Next to Chris Dunn, Lori Marketing, and what's the other kid's name? I love him. Oh, I love him. Nwaba. David Nwaba. The Black Panther. I, they need to put more value into Fred Hoiberg because. Oh, what? Don't, shut up! Really? Don't even. Don't really? Even, what? Are we giving Fred Hoiberg credit now, Devin? Really? What? It Tim took me a while. I had to review my shit. <laughs> I really did. But Fred Hoiberg, he got these motherfuckers playing. I was watching. I was going back and looking at not not. No, it was the year that Iowa State went to the tournament when they were in conference play. I watched. I was watching some of his stuff, and it oddly resembles how the Bulls play in half court when they go to their uh now I'm getting all basketball scientific when they do them floppy plays where a player where they have two players coming off the off the baseline to come up and spot a three or they take it from the elbow it is the exact yeah. same thing that he does for marketing and Chris Dunn off the ball especially when that whack ass Justin Holiday got it but even Justin Holiday they can keep him before Miritich I'm digressing it's the same thing and Fred Hoiberg has done that with these guys he's got the guys that he wants and he you mean you guys know, that'll listen to him? And, and they athletic. They they're young, the- they're athletic, they're fast. If if Fred Hoiberg had D Rose, that nigga would still be winning MVPs right now. You know, right so now. wait, wait. So what are you trying to say? Wait. I, I'm the idea the of you giving the value into into Fred Hoiberg and putting players around his system. 
his system that is oddly identical to Mark Jackson. Not Man, Steve Mark Curry. Jackson ain't had no damn system. Yeah, he I'm, so tired of, I'm so tired of you niggas talking about Mark Jackson like Mark he was Jackson some good coach. NBA champion. You know what? We, we, shit, okay. <laughs> Kurt Rambison, too, because he's a good no, coach. No, I mean, Mark Jackson is an NBA champion coach. That, that war. No, he is, isn't. Yes, no, he isn't. He did he win one? That ring. <laughs> no, they yeah. should not have. Steve what are you Curry talking about? Okay, we're we about, we about to finish this year once and for all. <laughs> I'm so tired of you niggas in that thread talking about Mark Jackson. Like he was some actual good coach. I'm tired of it. Mark I'm Jackson. tired of it, Joe. Mark, Mark Jackson, Jackson was the greatest not a good coach. He wasn't. There are two things you have to be to be a good coach. You have to be somewhat relatable to everybody on your team, not just the black guys that are Christians. So because Mark <laughs> Jackson did not relate the people that were not either black or Christian, that is the first strike against them. Like Thompson and Curry? Mike Jackson was racist. No, he was a he was a real, he's, he's a very devout Christian man, and there's nothing wrong with being that. But when you're walking around the stadium and you're telling your bosses and your players that they're going to go to hell because they don't believe in the same thing that you believe in, that is a problem. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was a thing. I didn't, I didn't know that. That was first a all, thing. First of all, that was hearsay. Dre is that was not no damn hearsay. That is not no damn hearsay. Everybody, they fired him because he refused to stop trying to bring church into the goddamn team. They're telling him, you have got to stop doing this because everybody does. Nobody, everybody doesn't feel comfortable with you doing this. This is a job. You cannot do this. He kept doing it. That's why it was him and Bogut. Him and Bogut constantly clash, constantly clash because he would not stop it. He kept doing it because he's a goddamn nut. That's the first problem. The second problem is he refused to play Draymond Green. Refused. Re- that's, that's actually refused. true. What was Draymond Green playing uh, the, the last year that Mark Jackson was a coach? Like 14 minutes a game? Stupid. 15 and a half. Stupid shit. A good coach would have realized well in advance that you put Draymond Green on the floor. You want to know what smart coach figured it out? You want to know? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Steve Kerr. You. Steve Kerr. Not only did he figure out that he needed to put him in the lineup – he started him like he was supposed to. Good What's coach. that left-handed, that white, the white boy with the last name Lee? What was his name? David, David Lee. He's playing David Lee over <laughs> Shit, nigga, David Lee almost won uh, finals MVP against the Cavs. David Lee didn't almost win a goddamn thing. <laughs> he almost won Dre, nothing. Oh, my God. Yes, he did, man. <laughs> he had one good game. Oh, I was hot. Oh, Off Dre knows bench. I was hot, too. I was pissed. Hey, give him his credit. He was cold in his Nick days. Come on, now. He's a burner boy. I, I have nothing against David Lee. But what I do have something against is people retroactively making Mark Jackson a good coach. They did not have an offense. They did not run motion. They kept Curry on the ball almost exclusively. One of the best shooters, the best shooter of all time, you're keeping him on the ball you know, all I'm, the time. That's a different argument. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you ride on that. Wait, Curry being the best shooter of all time, that's not a debate. You why that, why that, why you got that, to do that? That isn't a debate. That why isn't a debate. That's not a debate. That isn't a debate. That is not a debate. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how Mark Jackson was not a good coach. It is not a coincidence that the first moment they fire him and get an actual good coach in, they win 70 plus games. Are you like, what? 
They win first sixty some odd games the first year that he's gone, and then they go seventy. What they seventy three wins the second season, or seventy four wins, whatever. Seventy three. Seventy three wins the second season, and they're doing it. Again. What did they win last year? Like sixty eight or something like that. They're yeah, continuously winning all of these goddamn games, and they're doing it because they have a good coaching staff and a good head coach. The exact opposite of Mark Jackson. You niggas in that group are going to stop. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Y'all making him some sort of a fucking cult hero like Mark Jackson was out here doing something. The only thing he did was get them to the first round and get them fucking kicked. That's all he ever did. They were young. They were developed. Shit. They were one year older the next year. And then they won the, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. We're done here. <laughs> we're done here. Come on, Deb. You got Dre Heater tonight, man. You got him no, here. No, no, no. Fuck that shit. Mark Jackson is still the principal of how they play. No, he did not. You, you want to know what? So they wasn't good you before. You're right. He did instill the principles. He showed them everything they were not supposed to do, and they're doing the opposite of it all the time. You're right. He did. He showed them everything they needed to know to be a good basketball team, and then they started doing the opposite of everything he said, and they became good. You are right. That's a bunch of bullshit. I'm sick of you niggas in that group talking about Mark Jackson, yo. He was not good. God damn. Why do y'all talk about him like he was like fucking Phil Jackson or something? He's Mark Jackson. It's a completely different Jackson. He's a different, <laughs> different Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen like every, Jackson. <laughs> shit, Steven Jackson. He could be any Jackson. But Mark Jackson was not a good coach. And y'all talk about him in that thread all the time like they got to give Mark Jackson some credit. No, they don't. They really, really don't. You know what it boils down to, Dre? It's not even about the coaching part. It's the fact that <laughs> you know I, people say don't bring race into everything, but this is this really just—it's it, literally just about race because he's black. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's it not is. It's because he's black. It is exactly what it is. No, because no, a white man acting. took his job and no, started exactly winning championships. Took his damn job. <laughs> somebody like that, then I'd be hot. Uh, all of y'all in that group. It's because a black man lost his job to the white man. It's yeah, like that hard. That I'll press you some way, Zeus. Look, he was better. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no Tyrone Willingham type shit, okay? This is. It is. It is no, it some Tyrone Willingham shit. Mark Jackson wasn't good. He wasn't. Oh, and wow. the sooner you niggas come to grips with it, the better everybody else would be. Y'all refuse to admit that he wasn't good because there's not a lot of black coaches in the NBA, and y'all wanted him to stay. He was not good, though. He wasn't. His offense was pedestrian. Pedestrian. He did not run an offense. It don't help that Steph's ankle got fucked up three times. What about – but the things that he did as a coach – the random uh, lineups that he would put together. The substitutions. The, the oh my dumbass God. substitutions. It was plenty of dumbass things that he did that led to me saying he's not a good coach. He just happened to be – okay, he was not a bad coach either. He just was not a good one. And that's okay. <laughs> that is quite all right. It's okay. There are plenty of white guys in the NBA that are coaching that aren't good. They're not bad. They just are. Mark Jackson is one of Billy Donovan. Mark Jackson is one of those guys that just was, and he had some really good basketball players on the team with uh, that he was coaching. But that does not mean he was a good coach while he was coaching. And y'all are gonna stop talking about that nigga like he was. Had enough of y'all shit. 
niggas. That's for good measure. I'm sick of y'all. Do you I mean for real though? Y'all be in that group talking about him like y'all romanticize about about Mark Jackson like like he was like he was somebody to romanticize. Like he not pop. He not uh Phil Jackson or you know uh what what's the coach from the Mavs? You got me heated. I can't even think of Rick him off his name. Rick Carlisle. He's not Rick Carlisle. You He's a good coach. Nigga was, what's the brother that was coaching the Magic? What was his name? He got fired after one year. What the hell is his name? Devin, it's the Magic. Nobody knows. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I know who you're shit. talking about. I can't remember his name. Though. Oh, man, I forgot buddy name, man. He's oh, Brian Shaw? Oh, that, that no, was no, not Brian Shaw. That was Denver. I cannot remember. I'm not saying that he was a bad coach. I'm not saying that. Really? Because that's what no, it sounded I, like. No, I'm not saying that he's a bad coach. I'm just saying we're not going to sit here and romanticize about Mark Jackson anymore like he was a good one. Like, it, nothing he did screams, you know, I want Mark Jackson. Like, it's like I see dudes is like, man, if Mark Jackson was the coach of this team, then what? <laughs> then what? <laughs> like, then what? what? What happens next? They be mediocre? Like, it's not like he's going to be playing, you know, coaching a team that has the greatest shooter of all time and the third or fourth greatest shooter of all time. So what, like, what? What happens next now that, you know, we get Mark Jackson, this, this job that everybody mm-hmm. wants him to have because he's such a good coach? What is going to happen once he, once he gets it? Not a goddamn thing. Cause he ain't a good coach. Y'all going to, y'all going to stop talking about him like he is. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, we won't say. <laughs> We're going to segue into a little bit of football talk, guys. Uh, let's see. Des Bryant. Bart is... Jackson could coach the Browns. <laughs> Shit, I could coach the Browns. My little 11-year-old sister could coach the Browns. Shit, I'm probably I'm a better coach than Mark Jackson, to be honest with you. See, now how the hell – see, now you're being disrespectful. Because at first you you said it twice, he ain't a bad coach. Nigga, I'm not a bad coach. So I can't – so, hey. <laughs> Bailey could coach them. No, let's not go too far. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Baylor. <laughs> Baylor can't coach. Oh man! So uh, Des Bryant had 1,300 receiving yards in 2014, but he only played nine games in 2015. 401 yards, uh, three touchdowns. But so far this year, he only got 96 targets and 50 receptions for 796 yards. Do you think the Cowboys should cut Des Bryant? I'll let you go, Chris. I mean, uh, Devin. Because I mean, some people are saying that it's the fact that Dak Prescott is a is a dual threat quarterback, and that that hurts receivers that need receptions. And I can understand that. You want to know what <clears throat> what hurts uh, receivers that need receptions even more? Dropping the, the ball. Dual, yeah, dropping the ball. When you, when you drop the ball <laughs> a lot, it really, really hurts your ability to, to catch it. I don't know if that's like a new, like I don't know the analytics on that. Um, but when you drop the ball a lot, you tend to not catch it a lot, <laughs> analytically. But you know, I think he led the league know. in uh, drops last year. To be honest with you, I can believe it. He drops, and it's not like he drops these passes in um, like low profile situations. <laughs> he he does Two it games. in like the most inopportune time and like huge key games all the time. So I don't, you know. Whatever. <laughs> fucking fucking Dez Bryant. He drops the ball a lot. It's true. I'm sick of his shit. Actually, he's top five and drops this year. He's got a uh, he's got eight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Remember when like towards the end of TO's career? Like he'd always had a problem with the drops, but like towards the end of his career, he'd break down the field, get wide open, they throw him a bomb and he just dropped that motherfucker. It was like okay, was it the quarterback's fault that he was constantly dropping? All of these passes, like at some point, we just have, we have to admit, dude, just dropping a bunch of goddamn balls, and that's on him. 
You catch the ball, you won't have to worry about it. He doesn't. So I think, uh, yeah, cut him. He's at this point in his career, he's more trouble than he's worth, right? Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I feel like they can get the same produ- amount of production out of any other receiver on the street than paying him. I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think he has a cap hit of like sixteen million dollars next year, and he's turning thirty, and he's just not what he used to be. I, I do think the Cowboys should cut him. You know, this what this this upcoming draft is so deep in receivers and skilled uh, offensive players. I don't see a reason to pay him sixteen million dollars at thirty years old. I'd pay good money to be in that office to see when they cut his ass. Yeah, Dez, uh, come on into the office and bring. Oh shit! A beer ran up on me in Red Dead Redemption. My bad. <laughs> they gonna tell him that shit over the phone. Ain't nobody gonna call. Ain't nobody gonna bring him to no <laughs> to no building and tell him we're cutting you. Let's do it over the phone. Yeah, we, he might find out from like Adam Schefter or somebody <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> then he gonna call Jerry, and Jerry just not gonna answer the phone. And that's it. Get rid of him. No, and Jerry probably ain't even got a cell phone. We got to unhook the phone from the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. He's probably covered in a Confederate flag. Oh, shit. good old boy, man. good old boy. But I think they should cut him. I don't think, like, it's, it's, you ain't even got to beat around the bush about this shit. Like, hey, this is your production. This is everything that's happening. Uh, yeah, it's time for you to go. It's like they either got that, they bring out a fucking that, or they gonna trade his ass come draft day. I can see somebody, uh, you know, a team that's in the hunt trading for him. I can see that because I'm sure he can help somebody. But you know, that team, he's not helping them anymore. <laughs> so what's the point of keeping him? When you get that age and you start dropping the ball as much as he's dropping it, it doesn't make any sense to, to keep him around. And especially that, when, <clears throat> when it comes to money and stuff, they're not mm-hmm. gonna. They're you know who their money is gonna go towards. It's gonna go towards Zeke. That's their workhorse. <clears throat> they value him. They value him more on offense than they do Dez. Oh yeah, he had 24, 24 rush attempts last week, and he hasn't played in what six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. That just tells you where it's at. They don't care about dudes. <laughs> and the thing <laughs> is, you know, in the NFL, if you're producing and you're playing well, usually some teams they will pass up. I mean, not pass up, but they will excuse the drama and the antics that some of these players have. Des Bryant ain't producing, so of course his problems are going to be amplified. But all these drops, man, as a receiver, he playing Dallas. It's, it's unacceptable. This sent him a gif of Donald Trump saying you're fired. Or the Vince McMahon one. You're fired. <laughs> just get him up out of there. Just call or my out. favorite, get that son of a bitch off the field. <laughs> Sons of bitches off the field. <laughs> oh man, I know the Cowboy fans listen to this party a little bit upset. Yeah, my whole right. family is Cowboy fans. Fuck them. Their whole life, <laughs> their whole existence is being upset since what ninety something, ninety five. That's any one a playoff game. <laughs> oh my goodness! But they'll be all right. I mean, they still going to be good with or without them. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, they got a good quarterback. Production. Got a good running back. Well, that's his, his, quarter, a, his quarterback a, might play better without Dez. He might, because now you don't have to worry about throwing him the ball. And now you don't have to worry about him dropping. Complaining about, complaining about not getting the ball. Nigga, every time I give you the ball, you drop it. <laughs> so dropping that at? motherfucker. <laughs> what are we supposed to do here? <laughs> Listen to you bitch all the time. I don't think that. Oh, yeah. I don't think that right. it's going to be too much of a problem. You know, I think, I think Dak Prescott said something about um, – he about did. this, yeah, well, I forgot did. exactly what he said. He it was real slick. 
they asked him about uh if he could like about the ball that he threw to uh to Dez and him dropping. He was like, I don't know, but maybe I need to throw him a better ball. Maybe I need to throw it directly into his face mask, so shit, so that he can't drop it. <laughs> <laughs> so that like that right there let me know that it was uh, yeah, it might be time to just go ahead and call this a wrap. <laughs> That's why, like, man. Let me pack my shit and get on. And the thing is, he said, "I'm looking at the code now," and it says, "Just put it right there on his face mask." And don't give him a chance to drop, drop it. it. Yep. Fam, this is a grown man. <laughs> I bet you Dez rolled up on his ass after that in the locker room. Well, no, maybe not. Dak, Dak pretty big. But Dez yeah, is right. You know, boy. crazy motherfuckers, they don't have no fear. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it's just like your boy James Harrison. Y'all y'all seen that situation, right? Oh man, that was that was that was messy. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what happened here. So what's the problem? Look, look I'll give you I'll All give right, you so, one part right here. A source in the Steelers organization told one of the top beat writers for the Steelers that this was a long time coming. This, <clears throat> the Steelers' upper management wanted to keep James because he is Steeler legend. But the players and some of the coaching staff was like, it's time for Buddy to go. And they said it's a story that James Harrison went to the linebackers meeting being taught by Joey Porter, pulled in, rolled in a lazy boy recliner while everybody else sitting in chairs at a table, sat in the corner of the room, reclined the chair all the way back while Joey was in this meeting and fell asleep and started snoring loudly. <laughs> so he, <laughs> so he lost his goddamn mind. Is that, is that but think about it, though. Think about it. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they run a 3-4 now. James Harrison is not a linebacker that goes back in coverage. He's a predominant pass rusher. And the Steelers don't rush the ball like that anymore. And they don't Man. want to drill him. And they weren't going to cut they, him. They've always ran a 3-4, but this type of 3-4 does not match your boy uh, James Harrison at all. I and don't I, give I, a damn I, who it match. You do some shit like that, you go. You got to go. Period. So are people mad that, that this happened? Because I keep hearing people talk about how they can't wait for, uh, for you know, they hope that they play them in the... Um, they hope they play the Patriots. Yeah, play the Patriots in, the, in, the, in, the, what, in the, the championship game so that he can get his revenge or some shit. What revenge? It seems like they the ones who need to get revenge on him. Fucking and asshole. It, it, exactly. And a bunch of... And they have player interviews, like from Juju Smith, uh pouncy all these players they're saying like this is a long time coming like he he should have been gone and then i I think it was pouncy that said uh james harrison pride was hurt because everybody on the team knew that uh what's jj watt's little brother they said tj watt was much better than him at at everything rushing uh dropping back in coverage all of that (laughs) he said that nigga was in his feelings so (laughs) well definitely when your entire body is just muscle you can't really drop back in coverage and fast and stuff you just strength you're not speed and agility wouldn't be surprised if it come out that he on that shit which he has to be he has to be on something so I mean, people are trying to and it, like people are trying to make this thing about like <clears throat> like he's a victim in this. He's not the victim at all. James Harrison always been a reckless dude. Um, I <laughs> I remember he disrespected Obama. He said, "I'm not going to the damn White House." He's like, "We got to go to the White House when any president is there. When we got to give him a jersey just because we won. He didn't earn this." <laughs> like, who the fuck says that? <laughs> about the president. <laughs> But I guess you're like, ain't that... nobody going to whoop my ass, so I'm just going to say what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, If you can whoop me, then you can stop me from talking shit. 
Ain't nobody whooped him yet, I guess. He was petty too, boy. As soon as he got signed by the Patriots, <laughs> he took a he walked into the locker room and took a selfie with Tom Brady. Yeah, that, I saw that. They put it on Instagram. I was like, wow. It's like the jealous ex girlfriend has to show everybody they moved on. Acting like a hoe. Chill his ass out. His fault. Nobody else's fault. Your fault, nigga. Nobody Y'all don't talk bears or no? I ain't talk about damn bears. Ain't nobody right, talk about no damn bears. Robin next topic. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Floyd's MMA. There's been a couple of reports out that says that Dana White and Floyd Mayweather have been trying to reach a deal for Floyd to come into the MMA and either fight McGregor or fight um, the French dude, uh, Georges Pierre. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Psych. Please no. <laughs> for the love of God. Why? Please no. I don't even know why Floyd would want to do this unless they were giving him a billion dollars. Like they would have to give him a billion dollars. Literally a billion dollars. I don't see this happening at all. And this isn't like this isn't like uh what you call it, the fight with McGregor. I knew that sh- I had a great feeling that shit was gonna happen as soon. Remember, Dre, we had our show and uh it the news had just broke that Floyd had trademarked uh uh, 50 and 0. The ha- 50 and 0. That's when I was like, oh no, this is going to happen. This is definitely going to happen. Now, with this, I, I, Floyd isn't stupid. He, he got hit in the head a few times, but I highly doubt he would take this risk. Like, somebody, you, you are a boxer and you don't know anything about mixed martial arts. So you can't just go in there and start boxing and think you're going to be okay. <laughs> I don't think Correct. he's doing it. It's stupid. He's going to go in there and get the shit beat out of him, and then everybody's going to be able to say they finally saw him lose. And that's the and last thing Floyd that Floyd wants. wants. Yeah, that's the last thing he, he wants want, on he, earth. His, Floyd, his, his pride might be bigger than any athlete. Oh, ever. definitely. We finally saw him so, lose. And he got the shit kicked out of him because he's going to get the shit kicked out of him. Like, oh, let's the absolute not, shit kicked out of him. <laughs> let's not be make a mistake here. He's going to get the shit kicked out of him. The same way McGregor got the shit kicked out of him, and make no mistake about it, McGregor got the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> it's going to be even worse for uh, for Floyd and goddamn MMA. So, no. I don't know why he would want to do that. I mean, the difference with McGregor going to the boxing ring is McGregor actually had a background in boxing. Floyd doesn't have a background in anything but boxing. I mean, the man can barely read. So, why would he try to go into the MMA ring? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you disrespecting Floyd like that? Because <laughs> the man is a grown man and can't read. Why are you disrespecting Floyd? <laughs> he, you, he said he, he had a video on his Instagram. Know, the man could, hey, <laughs> that's what a Floyd friend. My power to him. will tell you he can read the dollar sign, nigga. I hate <laughs> it when I hate it when motherfuckers say that shit, man. I I like Floyd. I love him as a boxer, but you can't. I we all heard that shit on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> 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 He was tripping up. Can't read, bro. Words, <laughs> but hey, he was a, he. He didn't need to know how to read to be brilliant at what he wanted to be brilliant at. So, but no, no mixed martial arts for Floyd unless he wants to die. <laughs> there's no in between. I uh, just die. Honestly, yeah. There's there's two options here. You he, he doesn't do it or he doesn't and dies. That's it. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> All right, so in the thread, we were like a couple of days ago, we were talking about top fives and NBA top fives. And I'm not going to name names, but some of the participants hey, kept <laughs> <laughs> they kept changing their top fives and they kept avoiding the conversation for almost the entire day. Because, you know, the, the unknown subjects are known for their uh, deflective skills. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for once and for all, the guys of A2S, oh, except for Rob, Rob is, you no know, daddy duty right now. 
What's your top five? Go ahead, Devin. My top five, just, just NBA, wrong. just straight up? Just straight up. Wrong. Shut up, Drake. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me revisit. Who are you talk to the, to the editor-in-chief like that? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Drake pulling the credentials right now. <laughs> credentials. <laughs> you know, Drake tried to pull my fucking full rank on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Mike. It, first of all, we should say the top four because if anybody put Mike, if they don't put Mike at number one, they can't be trusted. But for Baylor. And Baylor be shit too. I could put Magic. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is it's definitely just a Baylor move. Just on I, how could. I, I could put Magic. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I could put LeBron, but you know, he a magic on steroids, but he ain't magic though. It's the Lakers. But, uh... <laughs> I love you, Baylor. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I got Mike, Magic, Kareem, LeBron. This is very tough for me. The fifth one. I flip flop on this a lot, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, with Will, with Will Chamberlain. Okay. I'm probably gonna change that shit tomorrow, but that that top four, that's solid. Honesty is the best policy. Okay. Because my, my at my fifth spot, it's always between four players. It's always between Will, Bill Russell, Oscar Robinson, and Shaq. I hate that people don't give Shaq enough credit, and I'll never put Larry Bird anywhere near my fucking top five ever. Oh, that's where me and you differ. I'm not putting his whack ass up there. It's just like Isaiah said. Did you call Larry Bird whack? Yeah, you're fucking right. It's just like Isaiah said. If he was black, he'd be another motherfucker. Oh, man. (laughs) But you see, people say that, but there was a whole bunch of other black guys in the league at that time, and they didn't do what he did. Why didn't they do it? A damn lie. That's because they called fouls on him. He couldn't touch him. What? No, it's not that at all. Larry Bird was the most unathletic, athletic player ever. (laughs) Devin ass is racist as hell. How <laughs> <laughs> come he could have been drafted to the Bulls or somebody? You know? I don't, I don't know, Devin. Bullshit. <laughs> I bet you if Dennis Rollins was a white Derek, I mean, not Derek, Dennis, call him Dennis, Jesus, uh, Devin would probably bypass him. What? If Robin was white, I'm pretty sure you'd probably <laughs> bypass him. He had a white Robin. His name was Bill and Beer. Oh, Bill, now, now let me tell you something right now. Bill Lambeer, that was that dude. You put Bill Lambeer in a jersey today, he getting 12 rebounds a game, and he going to get six fouls. No, he isn't. He's not getting 12 rebounds. He may not even get 12 minutes in a game. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay the court. good money to see Bill Lambeer and Draymond fight. I'm going to ask a three at that shit. Who wins uh, in the fight, Bill Lambeer or Draymond Green? Draymond, Draymond will beat the dog shit out of him. Like everybody else did. You know where Draymond is from? <laughs> like nobody like he lost every fight I ever seen Bill Lambeer in. He lost all of them. It's like you have Rick Mahorn on your side and that's the only thing that's saving your ass. <laughs> that is the only thing saving your ass right now. Because you know he can help you. All I saw was people punching Bill Lambeer in the face. That's all I ever saw. <laughs> He wasn't so much of a fighter as he was a fucking punching bag who found <laughs> people hard. That's all he did. But is it my turn? Yeah. To so give, I, to my, give my top five. My, my fifth. My fifth one is Will Bill Russell, Oscar Robinson, and Shaq. I can't. I I I can't really pick. I'm sorry. Racist as Devin. I can't pick. 
I'm not putting his whack ass up there, man. That nigga get a seven spot for me. A cool seven. Cool seven. Oh, my God. Cool seven. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? Maybe even a six. I'll give him a six. Come on, like, six. How gracious I don't, y'all not. <laughs> I don't understand how people can be so disrespectful of Larry Bird. But so, <laughs> like, but, but so, you know, so loving of Magic. It's weird to me because Larry did all of his winning when Magic was at his best. See now, this some this some this some LeBron Kobe shit right here. That's exactly what this is. LeBron no, Durant shit too. It's almost no, similar to your argument it's with that. No, it's not because the because Larry was winning. Like they were going, like he was literally winning against Magic. Like LeBron never had to go up against Kobe and vice versa in the finals. Exactly. No, LeBron and Durant, I think, is shaping up to be one of the best. It could best. be like that. No, it's Man, not because Kevin is cooking LeBron. <laughs> But it's not. But I'll say it's not that because it's not the primes. Like this isn't LeBron's prime. Like they were going That's up true. against each other in their prime, and Larry was still winning. Larry won three straight MVPs during Magic's prime. He won three finals during magic's prime that's because, that's because he was a great white hope no because he was great <laughs> them, them, writers, them writers he's the same writers that didn't give michael a unanimous vote and i'm no, but i mean but he was really he, he was the best player those years it wasn't you know anything. i just looked at my numbers i this is my final my final top five and i'm gonna let Drake slander and put that old whack body ass <laughs> Ooh. He was then 20 and 10 had damn to his entire time. career. What more do you want? The man had two 50, 40, 90 seasons. Come on now. I don't give a shit about that, man. 12-time <laughs> All-Star. Fact, Come on. Sound like Zeke. My fifth, <laughs> my, fifth, my fifth and final person, Oscar Robin. Because he showed that when he was on the team with Kareem, he was he was better than Wilt, Bill Russell, even though Bill Russell was the man. Top five. He ends my top five, Oscar Robinson. And go ahead, Dre. Go ahead. You, you changed. You said that your top five was going to change tomorrow. Tomorrow. Five minutes later. <laughs> said my fifth spot. My fifth spot was going to change. But I but thought yeah. you gave it to Will. Fuck him. <laughs> I think it was a pedophile. If he was alive today, he'd be just. He'd be right on TV with the rest of them fools. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, you just call him. You just call him Harvey Weinstein. How dare you? Hell yeah! And he admitted it. I slept with a hundred women looking ass. <laughs> I'm actually more interested in in hearing Chris put Bill Cartwright than <laughs> <Stop laughs> <laughs> I ever give him my own. Because or Mitch Redmond, you never know. It's Richmond. Nigga gonna put Glenn Rice in six. <laughs> Mitch Richmond, <laughs> not Redmond. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> AC Green at four. AC <laughs> Green at four. AC Green. James wanted the one. Big game, James. Real big game, James. Okay. My, my top five: Jordan one, Magic two, um, Bird three, uh, Kareem four, Bill Russell. Who's five. three? Bird. Larry Bird. Larry Joe Bird. Hold on a second. Because you was breaking up on my end. You know our Wi-Fi ain't what it used to be. Just go through the old top five one more time. Just, just Jordan, please. Because I, I feel like I heard, Matt, I heard Mike. Magic, Bird, Kareem, Russell. Disrespectful ass nigga. I can't fucking believe. <laughs> I don't even understand how saying that Larry Bird is the third best. I don't know how it's disrespectful. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> you, Dre, you put that nigga at three. At not three. five. Not four. Who is he four and five? I didn't even hear four and three five. Three straight MVPs doing Magic's prime. 
He the disrespect of Larry Bird right is here. almost reaching the levels of of Zeke. Like people don't realize he won two back to back finals, smashed in between Larry and Magic and Jordan. He won two, and people like you people forget about it. You don't even hear people talk about Zeke. Same thing goes for Larry. He won three finals and three back to back to back MVPs during Magic's prime. And arguably one of the hardest eras of basketball ever, to be honest with you. Like, it's not a slap in the face to say that you think he's the third best player of all time. It's not disrespectful. It's disrespectful for his motherfuckers to say they got him seventh. <laughs> I heard somebody, I read somebody on the thread say that he wasn't even in a top ten. <laughs> like, what? Now, now, I wouldn't go that racist, okay? I that wouldn't go racist. that racist on that, that, racist. On that French lake <laughs> motherfucker. That's a little bit of racist. <laughs> But yes. Hell, I got Jerry West. I got Jerry West in my top ten. Okay. Jerry West, just like Richard Pryor say, <laughs> black motherfuckers used to watch him on TV. Like, damn, I, I hope the other team win with all the brothers on it because Jerry know he can play some basketball. I don't. But, I don't have him in my top ten. But you know, Larry Bird ain't in my top five. I can't do it. Wait, isn't Jerry West the NBA logo? He is. Who, logo. who was? Who was your fourth and fifth? Uh, my fourth was Crane. My fifth was Bill Russell. You think you you think that that Larry Bird is better than Kareem? Yes. You nigga, you must be crazy. I don't give a fuck how many points Kareem scored. He played thirty years. Always want to throw that Kareem is the lead uh, scorer. Like, great, he had longevity. He scored all these points for a long time, but he played thirty fucking years. It should be. He was, but he was doing it at a high level against Bird's team. He did that shit against Mikael and Parrish over there. But he didn't win three straight MVPs, though. He didn't win three straight MVPs. He only won one finals as the man. Every other finals he won, it was his second fiddle. The other five came as he was the... Oh, you said, you said as the man. As the I man. you said as a man. Like, no, no, no. he didn't do no Chris Jenner shit. <laughs> I thought that you were saying when he was Lou Alcindor, that nigga was like 16 or some shit. No, but I'm saying, like, he only won. But he, you know what? He was one of those motherfuckers that was playing in, in leagues against grown-ass men at 16. The same thing that um that Whit was doing. But So I what that say? He was a very, very great, great basketball player. But I think that Larry Bird was better because, like I said, Larry Bird won three finals and he was the dude. He won three MVPs. He's the dude. Like, I I know, you know, Kareem did all of the things, scored all of the points. He unstoppable. I understand all of that. But at the end of the day, Kareem still needed somebody to get him the ball. And that's like my whole thing with centers, you know, to be honest with you. They need somebody to get Larry didn't need nobody to get him the ball. Larry got the ball. He took the rebound. He ran the court with it. And he shot the ball. He posted you up. He ran okay. the offense. Magic. He did everything. Never mind. You you had magic better. I have magic too. <laughs> you know, like I got magic at two. I, I recognize magic as the second best basketball player I've ever seen basketball uh, play basketball. But I, I gotta have Larry up there because the motherfucker was bad, man. Who the fuck tells a guy before the game, I'm going to shoot the ball left-handed the entire game and go clean the fuck off shooting left-handed Nigga, for an entire game? Like that. Shit. Ain't nobody like that. It was only Larry. <laughs> Larry's the, like, you, I mean, okay. t- technically LeBron is left-handed, and he can shoot the ball with the left hand if he wants to. He is not about – I think Larry scored like 50 points in that game. You think LeBron is about to score that many points shooting left-handed? And not just – I'm not talking about going to the rim. Like, Larry wasn't going to the rim. He was shooting oh, you mean like, shots. You mean like scoring like 50 points in the game? No, I don't think so. He was shooting jump shots left-handed the entire goddamn game. And he told – and the only, I think it was like 
I think the story was like they were on the fifth game of a road trip or some shit like that, and Larry was just bored. You know what? what? I think I'm just going to shoot left hand at this game. And then he went off. Larry was a bad motherfucker, man. And people, I know all these new guys are coming up and they're great. I think people are losing sight of that shit, man. Larry was a bad motherfucker. Bad. Who's better? At the end of their careers, who's going to be better? Larry Bird or Steph Curry? What? You can't compare it to. Look, I'm telling you. Yes, you can. I'm saying it right now. It is very difficult for me to say anybody is going to crack it to my top five. Is somebody about to get rid of somebody on uh, on Mount Rushmore? Because I don't unless they go up there with a fucking uh, jackhammer and crack somebody's fucking head off the, the mountain and put another one up there. We're gonna put Barack up there. It's gonna be hard for somebody to crack my top five, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's gonna be hard because you got Mike, who nobody's taking Mike's place, nobody taking Magic place, and Magic and Larry saved the fucking NBA. Then you got Kareem, and then you got you got. Bill Russell, it's going to be hard for any of them people to take those spots from me, man. It's going to be difficult. Motherfucker going to have to win 10 championships. <laughs> Fucking win every championship. Or Not maybe have seven straight NBA Finals appearances. Nah, because I've I, I seen to recall <laughs> another guy doing something similar to that shit. This ain't got shit to do with LeBron. They so gave him the logo. Why y'all they, trying they to gave, maybe they'll make LeBron a logo because the other motherfucker who was a logo did a bunch of losing, too. Disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they do. When you go to the finals a lot and fucking lose, you get logos. So they make them a logo. <laughs> Definitely the Terry West passing the torch. Yeah, you're going to pass the torch to LeBron. It's going to be that, you know, it's him dunking now as a logo. Right? Is that what you want, Devin? Because we can do that for you. Man, my top Devin five. Speechless. He's speechless. Devin is speechless. <laughs> that nigga does not belong in the top five. Period. Okay. <laughs> and you know it. I don't know it. That's why I put him in my top five. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, you, you know, y'all make fun of me a lot for being my <laughs> for uh, the age I'm at. But you know, I really wish I could have seen Mike play live, like on TV instead of just YouTube. Man, dog, but, I feel like this is going in the wrong direction. I really no, of course already. not. Already. No, of course not. I got Mike already. at Mike is number already. one. That's, that's no doubt. I mean, okay. two three peats. That's never been done before. It's never going to be done before. And I mean, he literally eight, eight. should have been fucking. It, it should have been, and it could have been. But um, you know, there's not never been an athlete that has transformed an entire sport around the world like Mike has. You know, Kobe kind of did it, and LeBron's doing it now, but not to the not to the level of Mike. You can go any Africa. There's no TVs. You know, Michael Jordan is yeah. You know who Michael Jackson is? Yeah, that's the type of level that Michael Jordan was at. I got Mike at one. Um, man, you you really um, missed out. Like the the height of Jordan man. was uh, the Dream Team. Oh like, my god, that was the height right there. It was you don't understand. He was like the Beatles. He's like Michael Jackson. You know, he was the biggest star in the world, literally the entire world. You know, and then when he went and they nobody knew how big he was until the Dream Team and they went over there and he was a star. He was the biggest star among the biggest stars in the world. Right? I didn't cut you off. So you got Mike first. Yeah, I got starting it. off good. You starting off good, Chris. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I got Mike at one. Let's see. The point is Second. a six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got Mike at one. Uh, I got Shaq at two. Uh, I got Abdul Jabbar at three. I got the big O at four, and I got Larry Bird at five. Look at that. You got a lot of centers in your shit, but that's all right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I oh, mean, oh. say that again. 
Hey, this nigga go. What you mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I ain't got Kobe doesn't crack the top ten. He's like, if he's ten, he's like ten or eleven. I got Kobe at Kobe six. Eight. I got Kobe at six. Uh, that's that's a little gracious. I got LeBron I got before. I got, Will. I got LeBron before Kobe. I got LeBron at eight or maybe nine. Wait a second, so, Chris. Say it again. Say your list again. <laughs> say your top five again. I just want to hear this shit one more time. Alright, uh man. I got a little uh Johnny Walker in me, so bear with me. Uh Jordan two, one, Shaq Jordan two, one, Shaq Kareem two, Kareem three. Kareem three. You say big O? Four? Uh yeah. Yeah, big O at four and Larry Bird at five. I mean just Shaq never gets the the due that he deserves, you know? Nigga, this list might be more disrespectful than fucking Dre's. You don't got magic in your top five. <laughs> I mean I got yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit it with a. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm not really a big Magic fan. I mean, he great player. Don't get me wrong, but not my cup of tea. Baylor, I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I, there's a there's a debate to where you could put him at four or five. But to me, what Shaq and Kareem did that supersedes what Magic did. The five rings, I get that. That's great. But rings don't determine everything, though. See, this is where me and you, you know, we 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 butt heads. I told you this is participation trophy <laughs> lifestyle now. Everybody want to get a participation trophy. He got there. He got there. He was in the running. Hey, There's a bunch of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh of God! <laughs> and she still Nigga, won't talk- shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Trump. <laughs> we talk about women. <laughs> She just needs to like go somewhere, like go knit a sweater or something, you know. I don't think she wants to do she that just, though. She just wants to let you know what happened. That's all she. Wants. We know what happened. She lost. <laughs> she wants to let you know what happened. <laughs> you blew it, Hillary. Hillary, those, on pub in your those, book. You throw some sponsors. Those polls are at ninety eight percent. Ninety eight percent. You lost to a reality TV star. I don't want to hear shit else from you, fam. Go. But, but did she really? Go. But did she really? Yeah, she. Did she really? She, she blew but that. Did, but did she really? I know. I don't oh, think no, she. Really. She didn't really blow it. It's just the fact that you have to admit and that an oligarch put their money into the system and fucked it up. <laughs> it's not. Even, it's not just that. It's the fact that you know we get real political right now. I'm yeah, let, let, no, 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 we don't, we don't, let's not. Let's not. That was my fault. That was my fault because I called LeBron Hillary Clinton. That was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better wrap this shit up. Caught this man, Hillary Clinton. I can't get over that. Yeah, right. He's a run, he's a perennial run up. <laughs> shit. This nigga got three rings. I mean, Bill got in that. He had to go to Miami. Bill to got in that once. Bill got in that once. That, so that's shit. that's the my that's the Miami years. What you talking about? You got Bill. <laughs> 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 he got Miami. She got Bill. We call it a wash. She got a rapist. Right? That's what she got. That's bullshit. Yeah, uh, whatever you want to call it. Oh, I'm saying, Cleveland. huh? Yeah, he does have Cleveland. You're right. You're right. <laughs> he got Cleveland. Cleveland? Who vacations in Cleveland? That's still the great one of the greatest quotes. The one of the greatest ever. Ever. <laughs> I never heard somebody say they vacation in Cleveland. You got Michael Jordan, Shaq, Kareem, Oscar, and Bird. Out of those five, who would you take out to put Magic in? Probably Oscar, Oscar Robinson. Definitely Oscar. You don't think I just like too high? No, I don't think that at all. I, I mean, I would take. The only reason why I got Oscar in my top five is because his play style. I've seen the tape, and the man was unstoppable. I mean, 
he's a big guy. Yeah, he was like yeah. six nine, two hundred ninety-nine pounds. Six five. Playing against five four white guys. So I kind of say okay with Oscar Robinson. The same can yeah, go for Bill yeah. Russell. No, Bill Russell, he put up numbers against uh, Wilt, too, though. You know, he I mean, had, yeah, I think he had he some, 40, some 30 rebound games against Wilt. Now, see, I think that's a that's also a fallacy that he embarrassed Wilt. What? Wilt went clean the fuck off on Bill Russell <laughs> almost every time they played against each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, go look, if you go look at the numbers that he averaged against uh, Bill Russell, Wilt went clean the fuck off. It was just, you know, he didn't have as good a team. I, I think that's one of the things that uh, gets lost in the shuffle when we think about as we like people in our generation, or your generation and my generation, uh, me and Devin's generation, we look at these things and we just look at the wins. There's a reason why. Like the Celtics were a much better team. And when see, Wilt had a better team, he won. Yeah. And see, that's why I like comparing like not their entire body of work, but I try to go prime, prime. And I, I respect you putting Shaq in your top five because I don't think Shaq gets enough credit. And I don't think he gets put in enough people's top ten, let alone their top five. But it's definitely in my top ten. See, but I feel like a lot of people don't put in there. I, I, I think that's that, I mean, but that's just ridiculous, though. He was an unmistakable force, like unmatched. The, I mean, I never watched Wilt play basketball, but I'm assuming that the only thing that was even close to Shaquille was Wilt and being unguardable. He was unguardable. You couldn't do hold anything. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wilt averaged 50 points and 25 rebounds in a season. Yes, I didn't he know also, that. He also led the league in assists one year, too. You want to know why he led the league in assists, uh, Chris? You ever hear about well, this? Nobody could. Because somebody, told, because somebody told him he couldn't. The year before, they told him he could not lead the league in assists. He said, oh, okay. Really? And then he went out there and led the league in assists from the fucking center position. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. He was a monster, which is why I have him at um, six on my list. Not uh, He was an absolute monster, but he's six on my list for one reason and one reason only. Do you know why, Chris? Why? Because he didn't win enough. You have to win. You got to win. You can have all the numbers in the world, be the greatest player and all that shit, and we can say you are the most talented basketball player to ever play basketball, but if you don't win, what the fuck does it matter? You're just playing. At that point, you are just playing. That's all you're doing is playing. If you're not winning, you're just playing. And I, I like winners. So, yeah, guys that win hold a special place on my list, which is why I, I understand, like, when you say um, winning isn't everything, and I understand when people say that. It's not everything, but it is such a big part of yeah. the equation. It's why I have Larry so high on my list. It's why I think Zeke gets completely disrespected. It's why I have Kobe high and why I have Duncan high. And, and you know, because these are, I mean, they're winners. Winners, they, they matter to me. I, I like winners. I don't you know, like guys that don't win a lot. I think on a couple of podcasts ago, like months ago, I think I said I had Duncan above Kobe. And that's cool. I, somebody I didn't like that. that. I, I can understand I can, how some I can understand can see it. That. I don't agree with it, but I can. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't argue anybody down who who felt that way. That's fine. I just don't. It's just not the way I do it. Like I, I don't. I value Kobe more because I because it's a style of play thing for me. Mm-hmm. That if it is really just that, it's just style of play. Same reason why I value Kobe more than I value LeBron. His style of play is a style of play that I value more than LeBron's. Like the same reason I, I value Mike's style of play more than I value Magic's. This is the thing that I, I like guys that are taking the last shot, who's going to win or lose the game. You know, I it's going to be on me. I'm not going to take five shots in the finals or whatever the fuck this is or shoot 
15 times in the fight. Like if I'm losing, I'm losing because it's, you know, I'm going down shooting, and I, I value that. You see, if there's one thing that me and Devin agree on, it's the fact that we don't hold Kobe as high, like, all time and just in general. is because he's a carbon copy of Mike. He copied every single thing Mike has ever done and tried to perfect it. I mean, but I, I, th- I think that that's a, like that knock has always been weird to me, too, because you should want to copy the best. Like, that's what you want to do. I, 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 I look towards um, sports writers. Like, <clears throat> for me, to me, the best sports writer in the style of sports writing that I want to do is Kevin Ding. He's a writer out of L.A. And he might not. I don't know if he's still in L.A. anymore, but that's like where, he, you know, where I found him. Mine is Jay Mariotti. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, kidding. Oh, I'm wow. just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I can see that. I can see it being Jay um, But for me, it's Kevin Dane. And I have literally done a lot of a lot to try to emulate the things that he does as a writer to be a better writer myself. Like, I know I can't like I got my own stories and I have my own style, but I've tried my best to emulate a lot of what I think is, you know, the best writer in sports. Because if you think somebody is the best, you got to pick certain things from what they do that makes them the best. And that's all Kobe did. And I, I. I, I've never, like, you know, actually, when I was younger, I did used to have a problem with that. Like, he's not Jordan, you know. I don't even know why he's trying to be Jordan. He ain't Jordan. Like, I used to have a problem with that. But as I've gotten older, I understood it because I do the same thing in my life. I look at greatness from all aspects, many different, you know, aspects of greatness, different people, different um, industries. And then I try to take little pieces of that greatness and I try to emulate it. And I'm, like it, it took me a while to understand it because, like I said, when I was younger, I used to hate Kobe. But I understand it now. You want to be good, you, you got to take some of the things from the best. Hey, Chris, he, that's how I felt about LeBron. I hated him for the longest time. If, if my Facebook was still active, you can go back and look in the history. I could not stand him. I was the same way. At some point, I don't know when it was, but I changed. my. I really changed my outlook on dude. Really did. It, but I can understand Dre's point. But at the same time, I still I, – I feel that – Kobe trying so hard to emulate Jordan's greatness and to be Jordan because he idolized him so much. I feel like it, um, I, I can't think of the words that I want. I, I feel like it uh, took away from his, his potential of being an even greater player. Because I feel like if Kobe wasn't trying to be so much like Jordan, he wouldn't have fell into this, in, into this, into the 81 point Kobe, post Shaq Kobe. I feel like he could have won even quicker if he wouldn't have, you know, fell into that pass with you, nigga, I'm good. I know I'm going to make this shit better than I know you might make it. I don't think so. You I think, think he so? had to like, learn that. Because no, when, I think Kobe, he, when Kobe I, was with Powell and Lamar, that's yeah. when I was like, oh, this but how old? Cold. How old was he, though? Well, Devin, how, he was playing with Smush Parker. Come on now. <laughs> he, like he, but how much older was he um, at that point in his career, and how much had he gone through? This, this like goes a maturation. debate that I have with motherfuckers about, was Kobe still in his prime when he was with when he won those two championships? I no. Still he like wasn't. He, I feel like he was. It was just. It was he a wasn't. different he type was, of prime. Yeah, but the, the, the physical basket. prime was number was number eight though. The physical prime basketball player that was number eight. Twenty four was not the physical prime of Kobe. Like those last year with Shaq when they lost to Detroit and the years leading up to when they got pal. Like that three or four year stretch right there. That was his physical prime. He became a better basketball player, sure. You know, the same way that 96, 97, 98 Jordan became, it was a better basketball player than 93. But 93 was the best basketball player that you ever, like, that was the best Jordan would ever be, like, physically. But I think 
Kobe only tried to emulate Jordan to a certain point. Um, I think after the rape case, um, he wasn't trying to be like that anymore. He was his own man. He was his own mm-hmm. person. Like you never heard Jordan curse the way Kobe cursed all the time on interviews. Uh, he was more open. He was funnier. He was just, like Jordan. He had a personality, something that you can never accuse Michael Jordan of ever having um, when he was playing basketball. He was his own person. And that comes with maturing and you no. Know, he was no longer a young man. He was a grown man at that point. He had children. As a, as a young man, yeah, he tried to emulate the person that uh, he looked up to. And as he got older, he became a man, a grown man with a wife and kids. He became his own man. And that was the difference between being number eight and being number 24. Number 24 was a completely different person because he had to be. Fair enough. That's fair. We got one, two more seconds to go through. And as a new one, we came up here at A2S called Ask Away. We each ask each other a question, sports-related, culture, whatever it may be, and we have to answer that question within 10 words or less. You guys want to go first? Dude, I can do Are we all count. asking each other one, or? <laughs> we all ask each other one. Yeah, are you asking as a, as a narrator, as the mediator? No, we, ask, we all ask each other one. Oh. Okay. Is, here's one. Is this, are you satisfied? Oh, well, shit. This is, I really want to poke it at Rob on this. <laughs> <laughs> Where will international? I'm really struggling with the ten words shit. No, the answer has to be in ten words or less, not the question. Yeah, but I don't know if this if this answer can be in ten words. <laughs> Do the bear suck? Yes, that's <laughs> it. Devin is struggling. Yeah, I really am. I really am because I want to ask this question in a sense of, but I don't want it to be too open ended. Is uh, is the NBA in trouble once LeBron retires? Absolutely not. Chris? Now with this new influx of young talent, I don't think so. No. Long live the king. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it my turn? Your turn now. Uh, Will LeBron win another championship? (laughs) (laughs) On another team, yes. I'm telling you, dog. I I swear to God, if, if I don't put it past anybody that LeBron might be on Golden State. I don't know why. He's not going to go to state. Dude, I've been thinking about this shit for, I mean, for about a month and a half now. And I'd be like, own, this nigga pulled a switch uh, His own legacy. He can if he goes to Golden go. State, he, he, go, he can't go to He's state. dropping out of my top 20. <laughs> 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 let's, let's be honest. At that point, he will be a ring chaser. Uh, let's see. Uh, the sugar go on grits. Hell yeah, sugar go on grits. <laughs> I'm tired of like. people. <laughs> <laughs> Tell somebody not to put sugar on their grits. Get all the diabetes you want. God damn it. So, so Dre, you say you don't put sugar in your grits? Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. It's usually uh, salt and pepper, like sometimes cheese. Oh, man. Cheese grits. Nice. Yep. I do cheese grits more often than not. In the summertime, I have cheese and shrimp grits. I That's what I'm saying. Oh. To be honest with you, I'm typically using, uh, I'm doing some shrimp and grits. If I'm shrimp actually fit. I don't fuck around, man. I'm out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dre. Some time for who you mad at or what you mad? Why you mad? Why you mad, Dre? I am mad <laughs> because Devin. <laughs> oh God. Oh. <laughs> because Devin refuses to understand how good Larry Bird was, and he's a disrespectful motherfucker. That's what <sighs> I mean. I've never in my life seen a light skinned dude hate <laughs> white and or light skinned people as much as Devin. <laughs> 
I don't like none of them motherfuckers. I don't like Karen Howard. I don't like Larry Bird. None of them. See, this is what I'm Told talking you. about. Told you. On the inside, I'm black as shit. On the outside, I'm black as shit. And I ain't as militant as this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Devin, <laughs> why are you mad? I'm mad because Sarah Spain is still a fake ass white feminist. I'm mad because <laughs> Jesse Williams. I'm mad because Jesse Williams is full of shit. I'm mad at people just like Jesse Williams who love to talk shit about LeVar and the, and the league that he's trying to create, but they don't want to have any ounce of effort to put in a different solution or an alternative for these kids to go to school and play basketball and get paid for it. I'm mad that Michelle Beadle continues to want to play the victim and not be in a role of leadership for women, in, for real women that are being you know, sexually assaulted. I'm mad at these hoes that are not getting lifetime conviction for falsely accusing men of raping them. I'm mad that Zeke is still messing with white women. No disrespect. <laughs> Can I jump I'm in mad that... for a second real quick? <laughs> yes, about... absolutely. I'm, I'm mad that you motherfuckers in that thread compare Rachel Nichols to Sarah Spain and Michelle Beadle. She's completely different. They're on completely different wavelengths. No, Y'all no, niggas no, Dre. Rachel Nichols has had her moments where she tries to do that shit. She is man. Had her I'm not. I mean, Sarah Spain exactly. She's not. She, you cannot compare that's a well to fall in. the two. Yeah, don't compare the two because they're those two are completely different. She's now, like Rachel it. Nichols may have her moments, but it is not like what they do. Nothing like it. I'm, it's nothing like it, y'all niggas. She's y'all something like. It. <laughs> I'm trying to reach out Boston Celtics with a trash ass center, Al, Al Horford, and his sugar game. Why y'all hate on Al? I don't understand. Y'all hate on Al Horford. Because he's seven feet and can't catch a rebound. That's why, Dev. I mean, Dre, that's why. How many rebounds is what he at? What he average? Two and a half. That big Not enough. Piece. You know, average a damn two and a half rebounds. <laughs> Sick of them trash ass women in Boston. I'm sick of the trash ass men in Boston. I'm really fucking sick of every time I look on NBA TV and TNT, they put the damn Lakers game on. There ain't no other teams in the Western Conference. What if I want to see Donovan Mitchell play on a primetime game? Huh? Oh, we don't see anything against the Lakers. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's probably the only chance of seeing Donovan Mitchell. Sorry. I'm sick. I'm really fucking sick. He's of nice. The Packers front office feeling like Aaron Rodgers going to save them every single year and not put anything around him, not put a defense around him and not pay the right coordinator to do the right job instead of paying a, a nigga that's collecting social security and Don Capers. <laughs> I'm really upset <laughs> that my boss. Wait, wait you're still going? Damn, huh? <laughs> you still going? Hell yeah, I'm still, still going. going. <laughs> I got two more and that's it. I'm done. I want to make a really sandwich. <laughs> I'm really upset that my boss told me that while I'm entering orders at my job, I can't listen to Undisputed, and I'm not bothering nobody. But that's just me. She don't listen to shit anyway. <laughs> and I'm finally pissed the hell off because the Bulls are 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Somebody needs to call in a threat, a minor one. <laughs> just call into the United Center saying that Gar and Pax had their tires slashed. That's it. And if they don't stop with the fuck shit, we're not showing up the games and tires going to be continued to be slashed. Trade Nico Miritich, his weak-ass Karras beard is whack. His whole game is whack. That weak-ass three-point shot ain't going to last. The nigga going to get injured, and I'm done. For all, the fans, for all the fans listening to us right now, when Devin says whack shit, he means us winning games. Not actually being whack, us winning. Fucking whack shit. That's exactly what it is, whack shit. Nigga, we trying to get Sexton, not Bagley, because I didn't see enough of his unathletic ass. Yeah, that's another thing. I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not really on the bagging train anymore. I've seen some of them do games. Yeah. He looks lost on the court. 
Yeah, but I've uh, been a fan of Aiden. That's who I want. You know what I'm mad about? Boston. Actually, no, it's not even basketball related. It's the stigma around professional athletes and loyalty. These organizations don't care about these players. They don't. But once a player looks out for his best interest, he's the evil guy. He's the bad guy. Kind of the same thing with James Harris. He's a pass rusher. He wants to play football. The Steelers aren't going to play him. He wants to go play for somebody else. Okay, he goes to the Patriots. So what? Who gives a fuck? He wants to play football. Suck it up. Stack it, put your jock straps on and go lose in the AFC Championship game. Win me some money. Thank you. And who will they be losing to, Chris? The Patriots. Oh. <laughs> Parody. Oh, Jesus, I pray they don't. Oh, Lord, please don't let the Patriots make the Super Bowl. Please, Lord. You know if they make it, they're going to win it. Calling on you, Jesus. I hope Ben Rapersberger throws an interception and lose a game. I rebuke that Massachusetts spirit in the name of Jesus. Oh, (laughs) won't he do it? (laughs) How are we we done here? (laughs) You know, know, I I just want to say one final thing in relation to Chris's point. I I have yet to see one of these baseball fans burn one of their favorite White Hope players' jerseys. And I hate to keep bringing this up because I ain't heard from my nigga Boris in a minute, one of the coolest white dudes on the planet because I ain't been on Facebook. But I, a lot of that goes to classism and racism, and I think it's a bunch of bulls. Um, I noticed that people did that same shit to D. Rose when he came back. Remember that first year in New York when he was traded by the Bulls to New York it was mixed mixed crowd reactions when he came back to United Center. A kid who came in here who had a dream job to play for his dream team in his own city and gave you everything, but because your coach ran him into the ground and he was sick of the shit, he wanted to leave. That's his problem. 262 and 20 seasons, the youngest MVP in NBA history, and some of the most competitive NBA playoff series we've ever seen. But they boo him when he came back to United Center. That made my stomach turn. And again, and again, these same fans, they use that same motherfucking energy to boo these players. But when your team, like there is no reason, no reason why anybody in Cleveland should be showing up to football games. Period. <laughs> period. There is, I bet you, they just have one blackout game where don't nobody fucking show up. Everybody losing their job. I guarantee you the next season, they'll have a winning season. The Bulls, I've been telling y'all niggas this for years. Don't show up to the goddamn games, and I guarantee you the Bulls will get their act together. Ryan's rough and sell that shit in the gym. He's like, we losing money. What? <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> or just die. I mean, that'd help everybody else, too. Man, that's the cool, ba- man. You Bears fans with your sorry-ass team, stop showing up to that overpriced shit stadium, the smallest stadium in the NFL. 60000 McCaskey. Okay. All, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> This has been the Accord to Sources podcast. You know Fuck Boston. <laughs> <laughs> it's A2 Sources on Twitter. Accord to Sources on Facebook. Accord to Sources at gmail.com. If you want to send hate mail specifically related to this podcast that we just shot. <laughs> <laughs> we just recorded right here. Um, we're part of a podcast network. We do a podcast network. Jason, we're like you fat fuck, you suck. This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. 
Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.